Oh, you know who it is. Yeah, that's right. Your old pal, Fitzy Puppet. The Fuppet. Back. Hey, when all else goes wrong, Fuppet. That's what a lot of teams actually say before they play the Pats. They're like, oh, man, we got to play Brady again this week. Fuppet. Let's just go home and start fresh next week and pray for postseason. This week, we review the Dolphin Deep Punch, the Miami Massacre, the Foxborough Fish Squishing, and we pay homage and other long words with silent H's to the fact that the New England Patriots, after securing said victory, have had 17 straight winning seasons. That's right. Not since Mike Dussault's favorite movie, Zoolander, came out, and the Patriots had a losing season. What a time to be alive. All that plus the best of Pat's Tweedy in the Electro Breakdown Zone. And our tribute to the Bills Mafia as we preview Patriots Bills. So without any further f whatever the hell, let's just play the music and start Pat's show. Hit it, you humps! actually doing the Pee Wee Herman tequila dance the entire It wasn't just doing a take. That's what I do every week. You wanna know why? Any thought of taking Because it's Patcha. No, there was no talk of any thought of taking Tom Brady out during the intro. No, because Tom Brady belongs here. He is the goat. And so is everyone that works here at Pat Show. Hello again, boys and girls. All oh, the good little boys and girls of the Patriots Nation. How are we today? I don't know why I just dipped into church lady. <laughs> Nick Stevens, your old pal Fitzy here, alongside the Minister of Pat's Propaganda, Mike Dussault, and we welcome you worldwide football freaks and gridiron geeks, Pat's pals, and Foxborough friends to another edition of Pat Show. We are in a particularly great mood this week because, yes, the Patriots won. Yes, they beat a hated AFC East opponent. And, yes, they secured their 17th straight Winning season. That's unbelievable. 17! 17! unbelievable! That's right. It's three seasons too old for Roy Moore, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> it's also the name of my favorite winger song, which is great. There's a deep dive for Ian Barrett and everyone else back in the, in the metalheads. Um, that joke was so bad it made the phone ring. <laughs> uh, that means it's legal. They've won 17 straight in a row. That's one short of a Slater. I can't think. Can you think of a great Patriot at 17? Who's worn 17? Chad Jackson. I said a great. Oh, Patriot. sorry. I mean, he's I still the greatest. I know Chad it's a cursed Jack number. It's a cursed number. When we number. talk about like pissed away second round wide receiver Belichick draft picks, he's up there. Chad Jackson. I know. Up there, I know. Right? He he had the look though. He looked good. He did. He had the no. He totally you know, had the look too. Yeah, but seventeen okay. years in a row, the Patriots have had a winning season. It's unbelievable. Like to to think about kids are literally applying for college right now, and they have only known. Winning. They have only known awesomes. They've only known playoffs. Spoiled. And we're I mean, so spoiled. I, no one has ever had it so good before. And it's crazy how like it's always the same like dramatic roller coaster of like I don't know they might suck this year. No, right. no, no, no. They don't suck. They're good. Okay, you know. Just the same way there have been you know time is a flat circle as we hear. Winter is coming. All of your other favorite HBO isms <laughs> that apply to the ultimate demise of the Patriots. Tom Brady and his precipitous cliff. 
Uh, everyone <laughs> trying to call out the end of the era is the dynasty dead in Foxborough. That and concussions, why they're the new khakis when we come back to the football show. <laughs> all the same crap you hear all the time. And guess what? Every year, they start slow, they get it together, and then by Thanksgiving, they're a force. And right now, they're a banged up, dinged up force. And last Sunday's game against the Chippy Cheap Shot artists just south of Fort Lauderdale in the neighborhood of Miami Gardens didn't help at all. And we're going to review that right now. Why don't we actually get to that with our review of the Foxborough Good Guys versus those freaky Finns in the Jack Abbey Craft Lagas post shift post game. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed me some Jack Abbey uh, during the game as well. Uh, shared a little bit with the family. Everyone enjoys it. And I think this only clocks in at, I think, uh, 4.7 ABV, which means that is an eminently crushable in-game. Uh, somebody just fell behind them. <laughs> too many. Now, guys, please, re please remember not to have too many Jack's Abbeys before <laughs> the Patriot Show, before Pet Show, or you might actually fall into Jack's Abbey. Jack's Abbey, by the way, much more delicious than Downton Abbey. Uh, uh, oh, all right, so let's I, move on. Wow, I know. Hot, I know. Wow, totally hot beer take. You just lost the whole audience. <laughs> I know. Wow. Sorry yeah, about that, everybody. Um, so, Patriots, Dolphins, 35-17. Um, Felt like it should have been more of a blowout, but then actually got closer than I thought it should have. Mm. And uh, I think my biggest takeaway from the game, aside from the fact that uh, the offense, when it's in gear and flow, is awesome as always, even without some of the components they need. Uh, Miami's they cheap, dirty bastard sons of like yeah. really they like Miami like they're just I I, I don't know I mean, there's just something about them that that bothers me as a football fan because they should be better than they are because they got a ton of talent at the skill positions they even traded away their best running back like you said before like why exactly did they trade away their uh -huh. best running back and they got talent along that whole defensive line but. You are what you are, and they're four and seven, and they suck. Yeah, I, it felt like this was the game where they got—they're just like so sick of this. Like, you know, they just like right. we lost our quarterback at the beginning of the year. They traded our running back. They're just over losing the Patriots, and so it's right. like every time they come here, you're holding your breath. And now to have to go back to Miami in two weeks, and they've still got the bad taste of this loss coming off. It's like that's a little scary, especially with Sue and. Right. And Kiko. Sue almost, yeah, Kiko Alonso, who just seems bound and determined. Kiko Alonso, it's Hawaiian for <laughs> yourself. Uh, yeah, that guy, like, it looks like he's trying to knock someone out on every play. And I'm sure he's one of those, like, oh, you love him when he's on your team, but, yeah. you know, when the 31 teams hate him. And Dominican Sue is just the worst. Yeah. I mean, I, the guy's got talent to spare. He's got more strength and tenacity than any three other defensive linemen combined, which is what he plays like. But, like, trying to rip Deion Lewis's face mask off, Always talking crap, always yeah. looking. It seems like, I don't know why somebody that great at football needs to play that dirty. Yeah, he, he plays on need, the line. Right. I'd love to see him play for a good team, too, you know? Because right. I don't know, I just feel like he gets so riled up playing for a bad team. And it's especially, I mean, I called this game this weekend a sloppy blowout. Because it was like, it's one of those ones you love right now because we're just in, like, nobody get hurt mode. Mm -hmm. Which, of course, there are a ton of injuries, which was not good. Um, but, you know, there's still plenty to, like be critical about like right. Belichick is not happy after the game no. you know so it's like one of those ones where you know he can keep the pressure turned off they didn't give him a victory Monday you know they didn't get the day or sorry victory Tuesday they, they didn't right. you know they didn't get the extra day off yesterday so um you know I think it's one of those ones where you can keep the train rolling because I think this game this weekend against the Bills will probably be a pretty good one I think it's going to be a much bigger much tougher game than we anticipated because we all thought the Bills had just punted on the season I mean the Bills over a three-game stretch gave up 135 points they went through the whole Nathan Peterman, Peterman experience, which was just unthinkable. And then they pull off yeah. that huge road win. But yeah. let's not uh, put the cat before the hoss. 
Guys that came out uh, smelling like gold in this game. Gronk had a big game, two touchdowns. Burkhead had a great game as well. I know Tom Brady uh, had a pick. I, can you believe that uh, here I am like running through he the He had game. an interception. Brady had four, threw four touchdowns, and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, dear diary. Brady threw a pick on Sunday, and I, know yeah. I couldn't even get out of bed on Monday. Again, that's how spoiled oh. a team, a fan base that has seen I, 17 straight winning seasons would be. I'm here micro-analyzing the pick that right. he threw. And, and, and that D-bag who ran back and ran by him to try to rub right, it in, right, right, that right. paid off. Well, it's like the flip side of the coin, too, is like not only are we terrible, but like the fans out there, like like the Scott Kaxmars of the world, who are trying right. to like find that one random stat that will prove that Brady, he's not really that good. Like They're still dying on that hill. So mm. it's just like, I don't know. It's just the, all the talk just gets so annoying around this time of year because you know... They're going to be right there at the end. Right. It's just, just don't have a critical injury. That's like the biggest thing right now. Right, and even Dan Fouts, it was, it was like the, I felt like this was like the 15th game. They played 11 games this season, but I feel like Ian Eagle. It's, why isn't it Ian? <laughs> Ian Eagle <laughs> and Dan Fouts had the call of this game. Like the C team for CBS came in again. Yeah. They were just trying to figure out things. Ian Eagle was so busy celebrating Brady and Dan Fouts like, I remember him remarking early in the game, like, oh, man, uh, Tom Brady looks like he's a... They were wondering about his hand or maybe the Achilles. Like, those first couple of passes looked oh. a little bit off today. I don't know what's going on out here. I wish someone would tell me who I am. <laughs> I don't even know what year this is, but I'll tell you what. I like Ike. <laughs> he's a legend. He's an NFL legend. Stop making fun of Fouts, Fitzy. Uh, uh, but by and large, the Pats look good. The defense... We need to take a minute and yep. just give some love to the defense. I, like many, we all banged on the drum, talking about the Pats' defense. It was the worst. Statistically, it was the worst in the league for a while. But just, pre yeah, they did. They sucked. I'll be honest. Like, uh, no, nah, let's uh, be honest. Uh, yeah, you, you stink. No, you suck. They were statistically the worst in the league. And it just proves once again, and we'll get to this in Tweety in just a moment, how difficult it is to understand the concepts in the Patriots' defense because they have legitimately gone over the course of a month and a half from worst to first, statistically, well, on defense. Nick, I don't want to throw a little cold water on this because I am a defense guy, but Whoa. the last Whoa. four games, they, they've had significant leads almost the entire game. I mean, and so how many times have you really seen the defense bar? We really need to stop, stop and, here. Know, but that's Patriots football. <laughs> so it's fine. It's fine. I just want to see in the next couple of weeks how do they, how they do. All of a sudden, hey, we're in a 10-point hole. Hey, we're, you know, it's 14-0 it's in the third quarter. We need to stop or, you know, something like that. That's, you know, that's what I'm interested to see in terms of the narrative. Jets game? So it's like, fair, true. They've, had, they've certainly had their moments. I'm not going to, like, under, un, you know, downplay that they're not playing good, but I just think that they've been playing under extremely favorable circumstances Wait, over the last who, few weeks. Who is this wet blanket of truth, <laughs> and what have you done with Mike Dussault? You're supposed to be I the pass one propaganda. Like, I, I, I'm so excited! <laughs> Let's keep winning! Hey! I know. I know. I don't either. Well, I mean, I love... I love it's like uh, a watermelon growing beside you <laughs> that's like... I love, I love uh, you know, being truthful, though. You know, I love being the, the real journey, you know? And so it's, and, and I mean, if you don't have Van Noy or Flowers this weekend, it's going to get even yeah. more interesting. So they've done a great job. Like, I mean, and at, at the end of the day, it's all about points. And we can say, oh, in the last three games, they've given up less points than anybody. And that's right. all great. And that's definitely progression. Um, the other thing I was talking to somebody about yesterday was, you know, we know Stephon Gilmore was good at man defense. Why the hell don't they just play man defense right out? Like, why do we have to go through this charade at the beginning of every oh, season where they're yeah. like, 
Let's just really play around. It's more of a charade. You're Let's right. Let's just play around. We're high class here. Yeah. Uh, you know, but why, why, why the experimentation? Like, why do we like try different things? Why not just like, hey, we know he's good at that. We should just put him out there at the beginning of the season and play and that. Just, right. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. And they did the exact, it's crazy because it's like we haven't seen this before. Because in 2014, with Same Rebus, thing with they played, Same thing they with played zone Why? concepts for the first couple of weeks. Why? They got blown out in Miami week one. They looked like hot, flaming garbage. And then all of a sudden, they just decided, all right, let's let everyone go back to doing what they do best. <laughs> know, right? And then they played great defense the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, let's get into uh, the injuries, what you guys thought about yeah, what we, happened on Sunday. We, and, can, uh, we can take some questions, too. Oh, we get some questions before the tweet yet. Let, let's bang, it up. Let's bang some out. Talk um, to me, yeah. Uh, well, get some Jane, questions Jane, what's up, there. Pat's Jane right over there. She's tweeting right out. She's leaving comments from 20 feet away. That's great. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Mike. Uh, we're right here. We're right, we are right here. You can just walk. You can just be like one of the therapy dogs. Just walk right through and say what you want. It's fine. Uh, so, uh, Mike or Fitzy, are you concerned with the health of Tommy B when we go to Miami in two weeks because of the dirtiness of the Dolphins? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Them dirty Always. Dolphins. You never go to Miami and not be concerned about. And that's we know that's Brady's Bermuda Triangle too. Like yeah. He just rarely has a great game down there. Yeah. He had a good game last year, but that was in large part enabled by. Michael Floyd just robbing that man of his soul as he hit. As he <laughs> oh my God, that was yeah, that was a free. good takeaway. Top, that top five play of 2016 too. Uh, after watching the Steelers in Green Bay, how do you feel the Pat Steelers now? I, I I feel like the Steelers always kind of play to the talent level, but for whatever right. reason, they always suck against the Patriots and they're missing guys. So I don't know. I, I always feel like it's going to be a good game and it never ends up being a good game. So I'm like, it's going to be a good game this year, but then right. it might not be a good game because Brady will put 40 on them. Something. Uh, I, I, I kind of got this crazy hunch that there's too much hype on Pat Steelers right now and everyone yeah. keeps calling it the inevitability. Even the like Steelers the, are hyping it yeah, themselves oh, I, already. I, I know. I mean, Mike my, my Tom, my Tomzak, a, a great former Ohio State quarterback, has been out of the league a long time. <laughs> Mike Tomlin uh, are going on NBC Sunday night saying, like, it's going to be all about Patriots, Steelers, fire was going to go off, it's going to yeah. be... Epic. Uh, Until the Steelers blow it to some team that they should have beat, and you're like, right. oh, I guess well, or, or, or they give or, up 40. Or maybe the Patriots, too. <laughs> like, the Pats still yeah. have two division games, both on the road, with a lot of injuries in hand heading into that Pat Steelers game. So yeah. I'm not necessarily calling it that both teams are going to be 11-2 and two and playing for the host of home field in the AFC Championship yeah. just yet. Just I'm going to go ahead and pump. I'm going to pump go. those brakes. If you're in go. the wet blanket, I'm going to pump those brakes. <laughs> uh, who do you think TB12's biggest defensive rival is? Ray Lewis, Terrell Suggs, Freeney, biggest uh, defensive I, rival. Used to be Jason Taylor. Yeah. And Jason Taylor, that was like, that was, that was goat, goat. That was a lot. There was a respect. There was mutual respect there. Jason Taylor was great. Always gave Brady fits. Right now, who would it be? Terrell Suggs. Yeah, he Suggs. just talks a lot of crap. Yeah. Ray Lewis used to, uh, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed was good. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. I don't know. They're kind of, that's what I feel like is kind of the state of the NFL right now. There's like that void. It's not like right. a Patriots rivalry that you can really build everything around. Like you want it to be Pittsburgh, but the Patriots have kicked the shit out of the, out of the well, Steelers I mean, right. every meaningful game they played. So Actually, I'll tell you who the greatest, the greatest rival, defensive rival for Brady was, Bernard Pollard. No. Oh, the God. Teams, you're not allowed to utter in any Pat's household. You asked. Nah. nah. He who shall not be named. Right, exactly. The Voldemort <laughs> of Patriots postseason uh, hopes. The last one. Somebody asked about Ebner. He's on IR, guys. ACL. Yeah. What? So he takes. So that, took one for the that team. Was an awesome play. Took he went one for down. the special teams. He took one for the special teams. Great play call. Catch Miami completely off guard with like the fourth and eight yeah, fake punch crazy, on their right? own thirty. Gets like a nice fifteen yarder and then goes down. 
What the hell? Do we know what happened? Again. Like, did I think he it was tear something? ACL. Yeah, I think it was ACL. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Ebner. Oh, yeah. man. He was having a great season, He had too. the same. If you watch it again, he kind of had the same Edelman, Dion Lewis, open field kind of. And then all, you just see him kind of so, like, why you know. Why do they always have to do that little I know, extra it's the little, step? It's the little oh, shame. It's the extra step. <laughs> oh, and with Slater out, too. It's a tough for the special teams. And those are hidden yards, hidden points. Those are things right. that can come back to And now King becomes, I think, like, Brandon, Brandon King, King sure. kind of becomes, like, the best special yeah. teams player. He yeah. becomes, like, the de facto Jordan Richards leader. is going to, I know, no one oh, else. Oh, jeez. Now things are getting, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What Poor are you guy. Doing you guys? There's people booing him off camera. <laughs> you just steal your PayPal password? What the hell? We've got no time for backup safety. Right. No time for love, Dr. Jones, and no more time for questions. We'll get to him a little bit later in the show. Let's uh, quickly go through the best of your social thoughts and everything else across the World Wide Webage in the best of Pat's Tweetio. Tweetio, Tweetio, Tweetio. Hey, listen, and if nothing else, this show gave you uh, an awesome portmanteau you can rock and roll with going forward. I think Tweety is a great word. Yeah, yeah. I, this is I, that's yours. A, a yeah. Perfectly solid contribution. But with all, listen, I may have come up with the word, but we, we're all responsible, okay? <laughs> we're like, we're the we're radio all, yeah. head of adequately produced Facebook Live <laughs> Patriot shows. We're all in this together. Notice what I'm saying? We split it. Um, we're an okay computer? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know I'm a creep. A lot of music here. Right, a lot of music here. Right. <laughs> this was great. I didn't sleep last night. If I could just do the show without the two kids. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Oh, it all hurts. Anyway. Uh, oh, Belichick, that's there. Okay, move on with the show now. Classic right. one. Okay, uh, so this right here, uh, vintage Belichick response yeah, post game. Yeah, the talking point, should Brady have been pulled for the game? Let's, uh, let's see what Bill says. Did you have any thought of taking Tom out uh, late in the game? What, on the kneel downs? I mean, what difference does it make? Has anyone ever gotten hurt on a kneel down? Has <laughs> anyone? I don't know. If it did, it was probably a Dolphin or a Bill or a Jeff. I'll tell you what, I'm a fan of uh, three things in this life. My family, America, and the flag. And the only kneeling that should be done is when Tom Brady wins the freaking game. Yeah. Victory formation is the only knee you should take. Yeah. To which I say, ah, you should take one other knee in front of your oppressor, Tom Brady. Oh. Kneel before goat. I thought this Too was soon. such a stupid talking point, which That's, I mean, I, I couldn't believe people made this a thing where it's like, they didn't play that well. It was like, as we said, it's sloppy, know, sloppy but game. But at 35-17, don't you want Hoyer in there just to yeah, absorb a couple of those blows? Yeah, but you know Belichick's never going to pull, you know, like, I mean, especially where he's like pissed off, like, you guys have been playing terrible, and now I'm going to just pull everybody, okay, great job. I don't know, right. it's just so not him in that kind of game. Like, if they were just steamrolling him, Mm -hmm. Then I could see it, but right. I don't know. It just it felt like one of those games where there's mistakes being made, and you're I know, like, but teaching get back out in there. Game lessons like that yeah. oftentimes will lead to like your flowers or your van noise, just with like little tweaks and dings. Yeah, tweaks and dings. Yeah, know, that's... tweaks and dings. That's my least favorite kids' play space. All right, uh, <laughs> moving on next. Oh, the Gronk had a day though, didn't he? Oh, he did. It was a vintage Gronk day. Yeah. Vintage Gronk. Having day. fun out there, which I think is still technically illegal in Foxborough. Yeah. But if there's anyone who's allowed to break the rules, it's the Gronk. Hit it. Bob Gronkowski doesn't want to talk about it. That was not planned or anything. And um, he, uh, 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 we got yelled at. We're not allowed to talk about celebrations. Uh, that's what we got told, but I kind of want to talk about it. But I kind of don't, because I'll be in trouble. 
so I don't know what to do. So uh, it just happened on the spot. It wasn't planned. We'll just keep it there. Okay, number one, I feel like Gronk has told that to so many girls. I feel like that is exactly what Gronk says. Like, I kind of want to talk about it, but I don't want to talk about it. So it really wasn't planned, so there it is. Uh, we're definitely not the first set of ears that's ever heard that in New England. And usually it's not vertical, it's probably horizontal. All right, too much. And two, if you're not allowed to talk about celebrations, then may I remind everybody that the first rule of Spike Club is no talking about Spike Club. And the second rule of Spike Club, there is no Spike Club, right? It was great. I love that, it, just the insight into Gronk's mind. You could just see the wheels turning and he's like, what do I do? And so he had no choice but just to like, just open up the window and be like, Here's what's going through my head right now. I feel like if you go inside Gronk's head, there's just like, there's a carousel that has no one on it that's going around, and then someone just benching. That's it. That's all that's going on. Just crushing weight, drinks, yeah. and benching, and then just like, yeah. or an empty fun house. The celebration put that system on oh. overload. I love Gronk so much. He is the greatest. Uh, next. Yeah, so the injury toll. Yeah. This is who got dinged up this week. So Flowers, we don't know what his status will be like. I know Belichick can't wait to ribs, get the injury I think report. ribs, ribs might, should be okay, but oh, you don't know. They're going to need him, especially yeah. against Shady McCoy this week. Like, oh, my uh, God. I mean, he's probably, yeah. arguably, I'd say these first two guys oh, that got hurt two. are the two most important Huge. players on defense. Huge. Van Noy's having a great season. Absolutely. Really. He, like, like we said a couple weeks ago on the show, Kyle Van Noy just got the Matrix a couple weeks ago, and yeah. it has made him a completely different player. Yeah on this defense now. And to see him tweak a knee and possibly miss it, yeah. Abner out for the year, Trevor Riley, uh, maybe he came from accounts payable or something. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Adrian got LaHurt. That's bad La news because yeah. that means Cam Fleming might have yeah. to come in. Waddles, ankles, uh, I think the report's week to week. Not, not right. the method. Might have, might have to miss one game, but still. You know, Fleming will do a good job. I think he'll be okay. What did you take before yeah. the show? Are you, what, are you nuts? You just plug these offensive linemen in where you're like... Cam you know, Fleming, dude. A whole game of Fleming? But he's been playing. He's done it before. He's played left tackle. I mean, oh. he's... he's stepped Ian there. Fleming would be a better <laughs> right tackle. Uh, and now, as Zach Cox from Nesson, great follow, by the way, uh, points out, the yeah. Patriots injured reserve. Like, a couple weeks ago, there was that great Schefter tweet. Here's, like, the starting 22 right yeah. now on the all-NFL IR. Look at the Patriots injured reserve. Martellus Brennan, all-pro tight end. Abner. Great special teamer. Edelman, top 10 receiver in the league. Dante Hightower, top 10. Cyrus Jones. <laughs> just let that, shh. Hold on, just let that. We're just going to let that one clear the room. You Sorry? Just, Mike, Mike just cropped us and us. We're just going to let that one clear the room. Malcolm Mitchell, Shane McClellan. Rivers was a top draft pick. We never saw yeah. what he was capable of. Vincent Valentine. Yes, that is a hefty, hefty yes. list. Hefty is not a sponsor of that segment, but we should. <laughs> Jane, can we get Hefty? Can we see if uh, Glad or Hefty can get in on that next week? Let's get a garbage the garbage segment. Let's get uh, It's a wide world of opportunity. Oh, if it's a garbage segment, it'll just be the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, like we said earlier, Matt Chatham, uh, a great voice of reason, uh, excellent patriot, and great voice of reason online, too. Uh, with the Chiefs 16-10 loss at home, where they just looked lost and gar flaming garbage at home. Yeah. This is such a great gift, too. Uh, Jeff, Gif, right, let's call the whole thing off. Chiefs have lost five of six. Yeah, six the, and it's five. It's the anti-Patriots, so it's like you right. start off amazing and then you just slowly start sucking. But truly, next time someone hyperventilates about September NFL football, just give a nice, no. cold, big old wet slap. They, everyone does it every year. There's no preventing it. <laughs> next one. 
Um, again, somebody else that Edgy. we were all on. I mean, he was the source of all the bad jokes, the walls, memes, and cheap shots early on. And now he's playing good football. As simply put, Stefan Gilmore was asked if he's playing the best ball of his career. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man of many words. He is a soft-spoken guy. I think he that. Really I think, is, I, think that uh, I think that. I think that kind of went against him a little bit early on. I don't mm -hmm. know. He just. I, he, see, I mean, and usually you like that right. about a guy. Just come in and shut up. He's so you. emotionally reserved, and yeah. Butler wears his heart on his yeah. sleeve like they're a yeah. complete playing opposites. But it works. Yeah. The, se the secondary is really moving and grooving right now. They are. Like that, they are. That's and that's the biggest difference, you know. And, and the, the front seven finishing sacks a little bit more than. Right. They were getting pressure before, but just not right. finishing. Five sacks Sunday against the Dolphins, which was nice, huge. too. Huge, Yeah. Uh, last one? Yeah. We couldn't run the footage of this because it was just too painful for everyone, and too many hearts were already broken weeks ago. But Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> Jim, James, JG. I know Mike Giardi at Comcast. Oh, sorry, NBC Sports Boston. Has the biggest man crush on Garoppolo ever, but... Uh, when he threw that touchdown pass, only two passes completed both for San Francisco, last play of the game. Never have I seen a fan base get more excited for throwing a touchdown so you could finish up a loss 24-13 than 49ers fans. But I think they got a glimpse into their future, and it is friggin' handsome. Yeah, it is. It is. It's exciting. <laughs> it is a handsome future. And they cheered when Beathard went down. That's bad. They want the future to start now. I know. But you can understand. It's kind of yeah. weird that they're just keep, I don't know. I, I'm like, what, really? You just can keep on But I think the real San Francisco fans are just pissed that they have to go like an hour and ten minutes outside San Francisco <laughs> to go to Silicon Valley Field yeah. or whatever the hell Yeah, that I place. went there last year. Yeah, it's, it's a nice, nice stadium. stadium. Mm -hmm. It is. It just doesn't belong there. Yeah, I know. It'd be I'm like if nowhere. we had to drive to Springfield to see the Cats. <laughs> or like Fox. Or go to like <laughs> New London or something. Like, just like, why, why am I here? Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. like 40 miles like south yeah. of the city. The New England it's... Patriots, the epicenter of the Boston sports universe, playing yeah. in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. It's better than Manchester, that, New Hampshire to see the Cats. They're not that far from Woonsocket right now. Actually, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> Damn it, you're right. Again, do so. Uh, no win November. Look at this. Thanks, NFL memes. The Browns, duh. The Bears, wow. wow. But the Chiefs, the Dolphins, and the Broncos, all teams everyone thought was going to be in the playoff hunt. Yeah, feels good. I like the it. hunt. I like it. Yeah, right. I, I do too. That's great. That's nice. I kind of like that. That's a nice last thing to look at before bed. We've gotten a lot of pleasure out of like the Ravens losing, the Colts losing, mm -hmm. you know, now seeing the Broncos totally right. falling off the map. See, watching these teams lose, I have the same look on my face whenever I see that they lose that people do in those commercials when like they get like a Lexus for Christmas and it's got the bow on it in the driveway like, oh, yay! And then I'm just like, hey honey, what credit card did you use to buy me a Lexus? Because you stay home and watch the kids and how the hell did you buy me an $80,000 car? But I love when the Broncos lose. All right, there's the best of Pat's tweet here. Okay, uh, now uh, we would like to take a moment to uh, acknowledge a fabulous new sponsor here on the program with a great little segment on the show we call the Dr. Scholl's Insert of the Week! This is where we take a moment and acknowledge a great insert into the Patriots lineup, both on the offensive and defensive side. I'll start on the offensive side. Yeah, you know where I'm going. Yeah. That's my 2017 dude crush. My boy, give me Burkhead till I'm Burke dead. Rex Burkhead, Rexy time. The Rex Mex. He's the man, I'm telling you, this guy does it all and he's gonna become that much, don't be surprised if he has three sacks in the Buffalo game. Burkhead can do it all. What do you need done? Rex Burkhead was the one thing everybody tried to buy the most of on Cyber Monday. Burkhead was flying off the shelves on Black Friday. Everyone cannot get enough Burkhead. And this Sunday, once again, a couple tough first down runs, took that cheap shot from Kiko Alonso and kept on running. 
Hell, he may as well be the energizer, the yeah. Dr. Scholl, the everything on this show. Uh, scored a touchdown, running the ball after he got stopped at the one, powered through, then had that nice read where he and Brady saw the same play, and they're like, Taylor, why don't I split out wide? I'll deke this linebacker and be available in the end zone. Boom, touchdown. Uh, I know Deion Lewis is technically the starting running back for the Patriots now, but Rex Burkhead, great insert for the Patriots offense. Yeah, my, my defensive insert is going to be Eric Lee, and I think that he kind of represents an interesting position going forward because especially with Trevor Riley going down, all these like extra defensive ends, the guys that they just put in as like designated pass rushers, um, they're going to need one of those guys to step up. And Eric Lee came in, had a sack in his first game. I mean, it was a whirlwind week getting plucked off a practice squad, and right. then all of a sudden you're playing your first NFL game and you're getting your first sack. So, um, And he's got number 55. It's always like crazy to me when a guy comes in like middle of the season and there's just like a badass number, like number 55, yeah. waiting for him. And it's like, oh my God, who is this guy? You know, he instantly looks good instead of like, you know, like he's like 65 and you're like, what? Yeah, who's that you know? But um, I think it's an interesting position and they're going to have to continue to find somebody to insert into that role uh, to be effective. The big shoes are gonna fill on this one over here. Huh? And there's all those iconic numbers too in the Patriots. Like when somebody wears 55 or oh, 54 50. or 24, 50 exactly yeah. at this point now. This this run of dominance has been so long yeah. that we clear like no one will ever wear 12 again. But we clearly associate such greatness with these numbers. Yeah. And when you come in, you better be good when you put on 55. Gilmore, those first couple weeks, Rebus, like how dare you wear right. 24 after Tylon made that number. They gotta bring the retired numbers back too. I just put them back in circulation. Wouldn't you love to see a 56? Like I feel like it'd be such a nice tribute. You know, 56. Uh, uh, what, are, what are some of the other ones yeah. that are uh, yeah. 80, 89? Is that one? Yeah. Are we ever gonna see yeah. triple digits in sports because so many numbers get retired? <laughs> I God, still say, I you know, know, my old joke, like Brady after the whole like deflategate thing, Brady's number should be 12.5. <laughs> Just to let everyone know, like, yeah, it's fully inflated. Okay. Uh, there are your inserts of the week, brought to you by Dr. Scholes. And may we recommend to all of our tailgate pals out there in the Foxborough football universe, uh, maybe you're heading up to New Era Field, uh, Failure Stadium, whatever they call it, Fla <laughs> Flaming Table Field up in Buffalo this week for a hang sesh with the Bills Mafia. Pick up some Dr. Scholes Athletic Series running insoles. These things are great. Look, tailgating's a real life. This is a tough sport. Waking up at four in the morning, hauling the cooler and the, the kegs and everything out in the truck. You're already a half mile in. Oh, my God. By the tri trips back and forth from the shed to the truck, right? I, completely. Then you got to get down mm -hmm. to the stadium. Especially if you're going to Foxborough, where you're probably going to park four miles from the right. stadium. And we, we've done plenty of tailgates together right. where we've been giving out stuff. And we're, like, walking all over the place. And, I mean, there's, there isn't a time where I'm not sprinting to my seat for kickoff. Like, I mean, right. the, the fireworks are already going off and I'm like, I tailgated too long. And I I'm like, running, I was having too much. You know? Like no one loses at the tailgate, but I'll tell you who loses. People that don't put their Dr. Scholl's in when they got to walk those five miles. Make sure that your Fitbit's like, yeah, you've almost burned off those three chicken parm heroes, two burgers, nine scallops, lobster risotto, 11 Miller lights before the game. And that's just breakfast. Yeah. Your feet will feel good. Yeah. That's right. Help reduce wear and tear on your feet and legs. Reduce shock by 40%. That way, when Stefan Gilmore makes the interception, you're like, I feel 40% less shocky because I'm wearing my Dr. Scholl's inserts after I made so much fun of him earlier in the season. Thank you so much, Dr. Scholl's. There was your Dr. Scholl's insert of the week. All right, great. And now let's move on to... Uh, the Pats propaganda highlight of the week, the specialty zone, yeah. the electro breakdown zone, brought to you by Energizer, Energizer. Ultimate Lithium. All right, yeah. we're ready. 
Uh, so, Nick. I'm just going to sit this one out. You're going to sit this one out? You're going to make me stand here all by myself? No, yeah, no, at least my totally shirt not. looks pretty good. That's uh, right. You, know, you can get the full perspective. Let's party, baby. So today, we're going to talk about Rob Gronkowski, the Gronk. Um, I'm so glad we get a Gronk highlight in this week. We yeah, haven't had an electro know, breakdown zone Gronk highlight this week. It, he was used perfectly. He was. Six it catches, was vintage, 80 yards, two touchdowns. Vintage Gronk. And, you know, it's for somebody who's coming off his, like, 20th back surgery, and people were like, in September, why isn't he playing good? Yeah, you know, it's like, well, his back was broken right. six months ago. How's your back doing? So with this game, though, it felt like the Gronk is back. The Gronk mm -hmm. was back. You know, and especially right. this, this drive, which this touchdown was the capper where, you know, just a couple down the seam where you're really seeing it's Gronk, it's Cooks, it's Lewis. Those mm -hmm. three really making things go. So we're going to look here, uh, and I think we've even got our special camera angle. All right, yeah, as you can I see, look at that. Oh. Uh, we got our Patriots here in blue. Unfortunately, we didn't have the Miami guys, so we're using Miami in white, but you can, you can, you can manage on that. We got our pal Gronk right here, and he's you know in a tight split right along the end of the line, and um, just a great example where Gronk just runs right up the seam and, and runs an out route right over to this area. Now the interesting thing here on this play was that they're actually doubling Brandon Cook, Brandon Cooks with the safety and the cornerback. So that's really where you get the one-on-one -on -one matchup. And that's how Gronk got the ISO. And so, Gronk got the ISO on this guy. So Cooks comes Cooks, Cooks comes right up here, and, and right. drags the safety drags over the there. Safety. And Brady just makes a great throw as he's getting absolutely hammered, by the way, right. which, you know, just is another one where you're like, oh, God. And, you know, mm -hmm. then you celebrate because he, he did a great he pass. He got up again, He yeah. did great passing. And, you know, they had the touchdown and mm -hmm. celebration. And it was all Sure, wonderful. yeah. And, all, and uh, everything Brady and uh, Gronk tested. You know, but it's a uh, five for five in the red zone. Right. This has been an area where we've kind of seen Remember some Remember earlier hot button struggle area, you Mike know. Lombardi talking about the fact that the Pats were only six for 25 on touchdown conversions in the red zone on a particularly ice cold streak. Yeah. Getting Gronk yeah. healthy, getting him involved like this, and then the creativity that was displayed later with that—I love that little Brady takes it and just like huh, makes oh, that yeah, little like sexy gesture house. with the I ball, know. does that little jet sweep that's to Cooks, and Gronk's Gronk does that lead block for him too. That, that's what's been great. It's like trade. you know Cooks, it was all oh the deep threat. We got a guy down the field, and it's been you know just getting him the ball in space right. and having him run. That you know it's been so effective. We saw two touchdowns with, with to him, uh, you know, with that the same play. So right. very exciting and. Uh, Let's see how it runs yeah, here. Let's run All right, go here, we go. Go here we go. Here we go. You know it's gonna work. Energize. You know, can you give me a cadence? Like, you know, can you give me like a, 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 a alpha go, like uh, a Brady alpha? Blue eighteen, blue eighteen. Manning sucks. Go. <laughs> oh. Oh, bro. Get over there. 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 Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Boom. Nailed it. And of course, oh, yeah. it looks perfect because that's right. Energize. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love it. Electro breakdown zone, electro folks. Break, that's that's I'm it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, those CNN holograms can suck it because yeah. the electro breakdown zone is got the only place. Yeah, all these fancy touch walls and whatever oh, else. We got Go a battery-powered football game that, you know, accurately illustrates exactly what happened. However, we need to change the batteries on the uh, Jamaican air siren <laughs> because it just keeps going off whenever it wants. Uh, all right. As we get close to... Uh, Wrapping things up here on another exciting episode of Pat Show. Of course, we want to get into our preview of Patriots Bills, which has a little juice back up in it now because of the fact that the Bills won Sunday, which is good. If they lost, what? it was five and six. Yeah. Well, it was nice. They were, like they reversed course. They changed directions. Yeah. Uh, they, after like they those three put games, their better quarterback back put the better in. Quarterback back in. Played a tight, controlled, simple little game. Uh, the Chiefs kind of gave them the game. The Chiefs were driving for the win at the end. And I was thinking, like, which of these two teams do I want to see win more? Like, uh, the Pats kind of, I mean, even if they lose one to Buffalo the rest of the way, they got the East. They're not going to have to worry about Buffalo. But 
if the Chiefs somehow catch them in a record by some fluky something mm, or other, yeah. they got the win in hand over them. So I was happy Buffalo won that game, 16-10. Uh, I don't necessarily know which Buffalo team is going to show up Sunday because they have a little bit of a personality disorder. Yeah. But the one constant, the one something you know you can always count on when you're talking Pat's Bills, when you're talking Buffalo, when you're talking about Bills fans, that would be the Bills Mafia. Yes. That's right. Yeah. I mean, got lot, I mean, listen, you got to respect their game because, um, you know, I don't know how many tailgates you've been to before. I don't know what favorite tailgate you guys have out there in Pat's fan land. Uh, I've been to Orchard Park before, which is just in the middle of nowhere. There's much just, like Buffalo itself. Much like Buffalo itself. Yes, <laughs> a, a, an Arctic land that time forgot. And you see, like, that's it. Like, Bill's games are... What's your, those eight games plus whatever preseason and hasn't been postseason in 18 years. That's, the Bills have not, the Patriots have won every season and it still was two years prior that Buffalo last went to the playoffs. Just to, again, to remark on how unbelievable yeah. it is. Uh, there's nothing up there. So that's why these people go bananas. They go mad for Bills games and they've taken it to levels that we in Foxborough, and we think we have crazy tailgates. <laughs> we, we can't even comprehend it. So we have our, uh, Mike and the team here. Thank you, Paul, and everyone who put this together. This is our Bills Moff, hashtag Bills Mafia, top five fail down. Um, <laughs> these are our five of our favorite bits of social media, Bills Mafia tailgating. Uh, coming in at number five, which one is this, Mike? Uh, this is, uh, I believe that he is uh, sampling a beer bong, and uh, he's about to try to tackle Tom, a Tom Brady doll, I think. Is this oh, okay, so this is, oh, so this is, uh, uh, selfie funnel into Brady Tech. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's I have a complex a maneuver. Complex maneuver. I have a feeling this isn't going to work out for him. Go! <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's how I mean, the game works. None of them get old. None of them, I mean, seriously. You, they, that was they, one of the few fire wasn't involved in. Right. <laughs> I love what he went for. The tackle he went for. What's the name of that wrestling move? Like the lariat, the uh, chariot, or like the lasso? Like it's like a suplex where you grab by line. the neck and try to bring yeah, it. Out. Like a yeah, clothesline yeah, yeah, yeah. suplex. Yeah. It's like the one that um, oh, yeah, Jim the Anvil, Anvil Nightheart used to perform. With, uh, <laughs> or like he would hold him up and then Bret Hitman Hart would do that. Remember that yeah, one? Yeah, no, I gave up wrestling when I found it was fake. So. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Cool guy over here. It's not real? It's still real to me, damn it. Uh, coming in at number four, the first of many flaming tables. Flaming tables. Uh, which one is this? Is this. Uh, is that the, that's like the mascot of the Bills. It's the Bills Mafia flaming tables. No, right this here. is actually. This, I mean, this right here, this is the Bills for the last 20 seasons. <laughs> and this guy is now going to basically do all 18 seasons in one simple uh, tailgate highlight. Here we go. A fail game. <laughs> the table's already broken. And now, literally, his ass is on fire. And now, yeah, he jumps back on the table and everyone's just letting this man burn. And they put him out. They do the only thing that you should do with a can of Molson and pour it on a man who's on fire. <laughs> Such a terrible uh, beer. These uh, poor girls. Now this one, now, now the women get involved. And listen, you know, I, I have no problem with whoever wants to do it. Any, this is a judgment-free zone. However, the fact that all right, this, look at this tailgate to begin with. This is already like a seagull's dream right here. There's just all this food, all the solo cups, how many games of beer pong. Three quarters of these people are already in 
the electro blackout zone, which is where you should spend all of your time if you're going to go to a Bills game in the first place to try not to remember like, Brady putting up can, 400 can, yards. Can I just ask one thing? Like, what's the best case scenario at this point? Like, well, what are they looking, What the is the best case scenario of how this is right. going to unfold? What did they hope for when, like, when like the table just holds Trish, them all up? Marge, and Linda were all like, you know what we should do? We should totally get in the back of, of Scott's F-150. <laughs> and after we do the fireball shots, just like jump on the, plastic, the Costco table and see what table. happens. Here we go. Here we go. And what happens? Yep. <laughs> just arm in the air, you know, just throw the Those one in the air. Yellow bitches! <laughs> You had double Tyrod Taylor there. Those are three daughters. There's three dads that are just like, I had to pay for the wedding. That's my princess. What the hell? What are you doing? What are you doing? And we I mean, we had so many hopes and dreams. And the best you could do was jump on a home team. All right, and now, and this is when you take it too far. This right here, this is, this is the worst one. I think, actually, somebody in this video got like, go to the hospital hurt, which when you watch this one, you won't be surprised. Um, and this guy is the biggest D-hole I've ever seen in my life. This is, uh, this is, um, carry me, this is, uh, I now pronounce you fan and wife. Uh, you may now throw the bride. <laughs> this is the Buffalo wedding. Into a table. Number okay. one. Look, all right. First of all, look at this jackhole. He is flexing. He, he, like he's so he just, psyched that he, he, he is. Look at his stubby little table. forearms <laughs> and, his, and his tricep fat and his big dude shoulders. He is so psyched that he just slammed this beautiful woman into a table. Why that was on her bucket list, I, don't, I yeah. have no idea. I don't, and he mostly, I mean, I still broke the table because these things will buckle under 100 pounds of pressure more, but he mostly missed it. She caught mostly parking lot in that video, <laughs> which is why I think she had to go to the, oh. to the broken butt line. Oh my God, her coccyx must have been hurting so bad. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, but again, this is what they do when your team yeah. doesn't make the playoffs. Come to the Patriots. We will not body slam you through a table. We'll, right. we'll encourage you to have oh. fun with us. Honestly, <laughs> and then we had a fifth one. But then we remembered we had sponsors in the video. But you guys have seen that video before. It's you know it's the one where like somebody does like a, has a drink down somebody. We're somewhere. not talking about that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. And there's plenty more. If you just search Bill's, Bill's Mafia. Mafia tailgate on Google, it is a uh, there is a wormhole. You will not get three hours of your <laughs> life back. And if you want it to be uncensored, go yeah. That's uh, just unbelievable. Uh, so that said, um, Pats are a little bit injured. Buffalo's feeling themselves coming off. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, granted, Buffalo only put up 16 against the Chiefs. Buffalo's offense, I don't think they've put up over 35 in a game this year. I mean, that's not a juiced offense. Kelvin Benjamin will probably be out again this week. So you're basically preparing for Tyrod, Shady, Zay Jones, and Deontay Thompson with a dinged-up Charles Clay against a slightly banged-up Patriots defensive 11. And then on the other side of the ball, while they may still have a solid front from Buffalo, the back end's okay. And the Pats offense has proven they're able to move the ball against pretty much anyone this year. No. And the running back trio is in full effect. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good atmosphere. And I think that, you know, the Bills have such a specific uh, kind of path for victory right. in their games. You know, it's, you don't see them blowing people out. It's kind of they get some turnovers and they don't make the critical mistake. And, you know, so... 
Uh, I think that the start for Buffalo is going to be key. If they fall into another hole, Patriots are going to feast. But I do think it's interesting if you don't have Van Noy, you don't have Flowers, if those guys happen to sit out, you, don't, you have even left, less athleticism than you already have when these mobile quarterbacks are giving you problems. So that's you know something kind of to watch, but uh, we'll see. If the Patriots hang a touchdown or two on them early, it's, it's going to probably go the Patriots. Yeah, back. maybe Hogan will come back this week too, which oh, will be implied. Yeah. I know he started practicing last week. Again, he was out. He's missed, uh, uh, yeah. let's see, the bye week and then three games in a row. Yeah. So he's been out for four weeks. So hopefully if Hogan can come back, be a big game. Hey, maybe he'll have another sex toy thrown at him too from the stands. <laughs> we all remember the Bildo, wasn't that? <laughs> Bildo Baggins, wasn't that a treat as well? Uh, so, you know, the Bills Mafia, they'll be in full effect. I think it is great, like you said, for the atmosphere. It'll charge the stadium up with the Bills being three games back but having a winning record, just being on the periphery of the playoffs. So, should be a great atmosphere. Should be a hard-fought game. I got Patriots 31, Bills 17. Because the Patriots yep. have not given up more than 17 points to an opponent since week five. Yeah. And that streak is alive. And I think it's going to go to, uh, let's see, since week five, since it is. It'll be a seventh straight game. How about yeah, that? Yeah, I'm going to go 30 10. 30 to 10? Yeah. Oh, that sounds positively delicious. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that I, sounds good. I, I, think, I, think the, I think the Patriots play playing well. And I, do you think it's tight and then they open it up towards the end, or do they open up a big lead and then we all just like spend more it'll time? It'll be tied for at least the first few minutes of the game, yeah. but then it probably won't be tied <laughs> anymore. Wow. I have, all right, so my three keys to the game for the Patriots this coming Sunday. Number one, uh, score more points than the Bills. Oh my God. Number two, don't give up as many points to the Bills as you score yourself. Yeah. And number three, no more injuries. Yeah. And get a note to the milkman. No more cheese. And how about no more? No more flaming tables. No more right. flaming tables. No more. How many Someone's going to die. The flaming tables already. <laughs> uh, that should totally be. Uh, there's got to be a band in Buffalo that plays some some place downtown. Yeah. Called the Flaming Table. Yeah. They right? light a table. That's should, the grand finale of the show. Gotta, they light a table on fire <laughs> right at the end. They all jump on it. They just throw the lead singer out through the table. Uh, and it's know. exciting. Uh, fire hazard. Yeah, maybe that doesn't go over so well after all. <laughs> all right, uh, so that wraps up another fun edition of Pat Show. Uh, but before we punch out, we would like to share this last little clip, our moment of weekly zen upon further review. Uh, this is fresh, good stuff. In case you missed it last night, the Ravens beat. The Texans on the month, the Monday Night Football. Tom Savage, who of course started for the Texans and then was replaced by definite rookie of the year, if not surging NFL MVP Deshaun Watson's come back in. Not played so great and definitely was at the center of the Texans losing last night. And then um, as a man of many words himself, I mean, he makes Stefan Gilmore look loquacious <laughs> and, and garrulous in this clip. Uh, took to the podium last night uh, to share his thoughts on how and why he thought uh, the Texans lost to the Ravens. Let's take a watch. Good. <laughs> okay, Tom Savage, everybody. Dare I say it, positively savage. Uh, that's, I, wouldn't you love to see more post-gamers go like that? Oh, I think that's Belichick's dream to have his post-conference go like that. He just walks up, we're good, and just walks yeah. right back out, right? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else. That was just positively glorious. All right. On behalf of uh, my boy Mike D over here, you can follow, you can read him at patspropaganda.com and follow him on the interwebs, all your socials at patspropaganda. Hit me up, townynews.com. Hook yourself up with some Let's Party swagitude for the holiday season. And of course, I'm on your socials at FitzyGFY. Thank you to everybody here at the Media Boss. Thank you to Tester for the Pat Show theme song. The delicious rockin' and roastin' coffee. Our friends at Jack's Abbey for sponsoring the post-shift post-game. 
Energizer Lithium for the Breakdown Zone, and of course, Dr. Scholl's Insert of the Week. We will talk to you guys soon. Please tell your friends about Pat's show. Bring us your questions and more anytime. Hashtag Bill's Mafia going down this Sunday. Let's go, Pat's, and we'll talk to you next week, everybody.